Shut up and sit down. Welcome, everybody, back to Fix My Lead. I'm Cooch Mina, here with the Commish. We have a special guest today. Uh, I'll let the Commish introduce him as we get into the topic on settings. We have an upcoming fantasy league ourselves, the World League, that we're all uh, a part of. Commish, I'm going to let you talk about that and get into the settings of what we can expect this year. Sure. So, Chris, I'm sitting here with Josh. He's going to be part of this league as well. Uh, and we're doing 20 teams. So I've been having kind of a debate about what to do for the settings. And since we're going so deep, since we have 20 teams, I wanted, I really want to kind of push it. You know, if you're going to do a league like that, I don't want it to just be the obvious names. So right now, you, you got to follow me here, but it's you start a quarterback, a running back, a running back wide receiver slash three wide receivers, a wide receiver tight end slash, and a tight end. And I hear it. I'm, I'm getting a look from Josh as I say it, that that's a lot. But worst case scenario, worst case scenario, every all 20 teams would start five receivers. So the, there's 100 receivers in a given week that are catching passes. Now I hear you like, <laughs> boy, that's going to get tough to start that fourth and fifth one. But don't you every year like draft a player that you're like, I hope he has a good game, or like I hope an injury happens and he gets like an opportunity, and yeah. then everybody catch like two or three passes a game. Yes, yeah, I, so- kind of, I kind of like the idea of starting that guy once in a while, of having like an opportunity to like play a a Gabe Davis from last year. Well, from my experience, now it sounds like we have to. to <laughs> you're doubling that experience for us. I'm gonna have that feeling with like three of my receivers yeah. now. Well, now, hear me out, hear me out, because <laughs> one of the wide receivers, like, like there are two slash positions. So, some yep. people will play two running backs. I imagine some people would probably play two tight ends as well. So, like, I don't think there's a hundred wide receivers getting started every week, but, like, I think it's forcing people to, like, do a little homework and look at matchups or look at, you know, who's available. I also think if you're going to go with 20 teams – if you're working the waiver wire, you're going to have to, I don't know, you're going to, you're going to have to really like kind of scrape. So I don't know. I like it. I like sort of pushing people. What do you think? You're over there. I don't know. It's weird. Like you're just going to have a slot receiver, like be, I mean, I don't know. It's like, you're going to have guys get zero points. For sure. I think sure. Sure. But like that can happen anyway. Right. But yeah, sure. You get a guy. It's like baseball. It's like you're going to definitely have guys that are just getting zero just to field a team. Well, but you could also, like, let's say there's a week where you don't have somebody to play. You could be like, all right, I'll use a running back in that one slash position, and I'll start. I mean, if there's 20 teams, like I, like I said, I think there's 100 wide receivers. Like, I just looked up, like, the top 100 fantasy wide receivers. But it's not like every team in the NFL is uh, – doling passes around hey, like every receiver on the I, I, I hear you, but that's all the more incentive. Stagnant offense. That's that's all the more <laughs> incentive then to get wide receivers. Sure. I mean But I mean just the nature of numbers, you're gonna have, you know, the fourth receiver on the Dolphins. <laughs> sure. 
your starting roster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you think that's kind of like interesting to me? Like if I'm going to do another league, I don't want to just have two teams with like the same tier players. Like, I don't know, like that's boring to me. Sure. Right? So like I wanted it to be, I don't know, like thick enough, deep enough, whatever. That like. Well, we're definitely going deep enough where I'm going to have to learn some of the guys on the practice squad's names. For damn well, sure, like, like, all right, all right. <laughs> which is like, fine, but <laughs> so maybe like better set the table for how this league would work, right? Like, so there's 20 people in the league. So I have it set right now where you can only have two quarterbacks on your roster. So cool. some people in this league will have a backup quarterback, some will not. Right. And like if you, you know, you're, you're gonna, gonna have to backup quarterback at some point though, because of Sure, but like. So you have a backup quarterback, and if you don't, you might have to cut somebody to make. But like, I wanted there to be, I wanted it to be kind of like transactional, where like, okay, you're going to draft a team, but you're going to have to make moves to like survive the season, as opposed to just like, cool, we did some league, somebody auto drafts and just lands on like three fucking boom players, and like that's it. Like, I wanted it to be, I don't want to say complicated, but but deep. Yeah. Um, I just feel like it's so deep where it's like everyone will be, everyone of note will be snatched up almost immediately and then there will be like less movement. I mean, I, I like, let's use the Bills for example, right? Like, and I think in most leagues, nobody's drafting Emmanuel Sanders. But in this league, you might be like, all right, he's my fifth wide receiver. I, right? know, I disagree. I think he's like, uh, number, he's wide receiver too. Like, all right, but sometimes Isaiah McKenzie, but like, like whatever, well, like Kumaro or something like yeah, that. Sure, sure, sure. Where it's like, yeah, you're going to have to, oh, okay, hey, so and so is not playing this week, so that makes Cole Komet from the Bears a better look. Like, I don't know, like, I wanted that. Yeah. I want, like, I mean, you could remove one of those wide receiver positions and just start two wide receivers every week and then have the two other slashes. It's also like two tight ends. That's, I mean, there's really only say like 20 pass catching tight ends i mean the other one's like block i mean it's like if you get lee smith on your team you're not well yeah but sure. you're, not gonna, you're not gonna pick up lee smith you're gonna sign hopefully i you know, know after <laughs> a while like, two per team 20 teams sure 40 tight ends you're gonna get you know the blocking tight end then. right but you don't have to start two tight ends so let's right. say let's say four teams each week are like all right i got two tight ends that's my best look like there's probably 24 tight ends that are catching a couple passes. I mean, there's there's definitely strategy involved no matter what you do with yeah, a I roster mean, that big. It's it's uh there's definitely going to be significant dead weight on some teams with like just the like just what Josh was saying, the amount of injuries that could, that could happen like you're going to have teams that are loaded with players that are just plain healthy or guys that are productive that get at least I don't know, like 5 6 catches a game. And then other teams that have a complete desert that have absolutely nothing, you know, just are, are going to be destroyed. But, I yeah. mean, that's the nature of it. Yeah, I mean, so, like I said, I think it's like if you put, like, smart limits, so it's like you can only have two quarterbacks, you can only have three or four running backs, you can only have six wide receivers. Like, that way nobody's just camping out. You know, I didn't want it to be like, oh, okay, cool. Let's say I'm playing Josh and his quarterback's hurt and he doesn't have a backup <clears> quarterback. I don't want to be able to just, like, cock block and pick up every available quarterback. And now I'm like, ha you don't even have one. So, like, yeah, I thought if you put tight enough limits on certain positions. Well, let me ask you this. What do you what do you think about two things? One, what do you think about, 
limiting maybe taking away one or two receiver spots, but bumping up specific ways to get points, like just building up slot receivers in a different way, um, where you're giving more points to certain produ- uh, production on the field. And then two, it's been nearly 10 minutes, and I feel like we've been horrible hosts and really not introducing Josh Potter, who's our guest. So, Josh, thanks for being here. Please listen to the Josh Potter Show. My, my apologies, Chris. Uh, <laughs> this time I did a show at Helium. <laughs> That's right. Great show. Um, I, you know, I don't want to remove necessarily anything. I mean, I think if it's like, hey, just go to two starting wide receivers, but I, look, I drafted a guy last year named Van Jefferson for the Rams, and I was like, <laughs> I was fucking juiced about it. I took him really high. I saw some interview with Sean McVay where he was going to be like, oh, he's so smart. He's getting the playbook so well. And I was like, fuck yeah. I think they were on hard knocks too, which is hard to pass up. And that access. What's that? I think it's the Cowboys, which sucks. Oh, I was so excited. Van Jefferson, I was like, man, this is going to be great. And uh, Sounds like a piece. He blew ass, but I took him like really high. You know, and so I'm like, I would have... I would have had weeks where I could start a Van Jefferson and get his three catches for 41 yards of that fluke touchdown. Like, I don't know. I like a hundred percent. I realized there won't be like studs to start there, but like, to me, that's almost the point. Anybody who has Michael, maybe Michael Thomas is a bad example. Anybody who has Devonte Adams on their roster knows like, all right, clearly I'm starting Devonte Adams. To me, I'm like, do you know to start Marquez Valdez Scantling or yeah, I don't know. For sure. I also, so the other thing I wanted to add was head coaches. I'm getting a lot of blowback on that. It's just that there's only so many. So it's like, if you make a niche thing like that, it's like, well, I guess I have to draft that high. I mean, no, I mean, so like, all right. So with kickers, sacrificing your. So, well, with this league, since it's 20 teams, I did kickers, team defense, and head coaches. You can only have one. So, like, come the bye, yeah, so, like, come your bye week, or if, like, somebody gets hurt, then you just have to cut them. And so that way, like, you could, like, stream a head coach each week. You could say, like, who's got a good matchup. And, like, the scoring is, I don't want to say minimal, but, like. Is it, like, five get, points? Like, you, you get a couple of points for a team win. You get a couple more points if it's a blowout. And, you know, you lose two points if you lose. You lose a couple more points if you get blown out. It's not really that detailed. I just. I don't know if I'm going to do, like I say, if I'm going to do another league, I like it to be different. And I'm also pro things. Like I want as many players playing as possible. I want to, I want to be able to watch like the Thursday night game and go, you know, I got, I, I don't know, JD McKissick for yeah. the Redskins. Oh, sorry. The Washington football thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people are more pro points. I've been in a league that for the longest time just kept the same status quo it was fine and you knew exactly what to expect, but because there was no significant changes at all for nearly a decade, I mean, it just, yeah, it, it gets a little boring. Like sure. I try to think about like, you know, in that fantasy football commissioners group on Facebook, like I, I see people be like, Oh, I've got an eight team standard league. And I'm like, that seems boring almost like, I right. don't know. Well, and so to counter that, you know, if you go heavy offense, it's fantasy football, so you want points. Wide receivers always like the sexiest position because it's high risk, high reward most times. I've been in, in another league where it's like a crazy amount of points where it's just hard to keep up based on your personality. If you want to get into something every day, every game, 
you absolutely couldn't have that option, or you could just kind of coast with some big name players and still get a lot of wins that way. Um, now, now I want to make I want to make a league where you can't coast. You're right. I make a league where you have to draft, but then you also have to manage week to week. I can't stand. I mean, in like my big dynasty league, like the the best team pulled off a trade a couple of years ago. I don't want to say the league the league is like lopsided, but like it sucks going into a league where somebody's just like a killer. That's not fun to me. Like I want so yeah. I, like, I want to have to like yeah you got to draft a team. Do some work. Even if you do land on a couple of good like late picks or you do like draft really well, like I don't know, you still got to put in that work as the season goes on. And sure. vice versa, if you don't draft well, you know, but you're diligent and you like pay attention to the waiver wire and you make smart pickups based on bye weeks or matchups or injuries. Now I got to acknowledge the people there. Like I'm with you, but I, for the sake of playing devil's advocate, uh, there's always people in the league and I've been that guy too where they don't give a shit about any of that. Like they, they want to coast or they want to, the draft is their main yeah. thing. And then they do very minimal work during the, the year. But yeah. you can't, I, like trying to cater to some of those guys too, where they, they do enjoy parts of it throughout the year, essentially either waiver wire warriors or they're just more into the trades or yeah, whatever yeah. it is. I, mean, I, I think there's guys who just like show up at a draft for sure just to have some beers. Now, like specific to this world league, you know, I um, I run a baseball league that has twenty teams. I run a basketball league that has eighteen. Josh is a part of both. God bless and, you. Uh, one one not very <laughs> successful, um, but you know, so I've I've tried to fill this world league with people that not just play fantasy football, but maybe wanted. That's something different, you know? So it's like, right. I would never, if I was just like starting a league, I would never in a million years be like, we're going to start five head coaches and there's going to be 20 of us and all this. I mean, I wouldn't do things like that. It would be a little more vanilla. But considering these are all people that like I know play fantasy sports that I've been in leagues with before. Yeah, yeah. they're pretty active. I like pushing it. Let me ask Potter, because you're here with us, man. Are you more of... I mean, what's your activity like throughout the week with it? Are you do you care about uh, more engaged with the waiver wire, or like do you enjoy trading more and stuff like that? Just I guess in terms of fantasy football, like basketball and baseball is totally different monster too. But what's kind of your methods? Not everything. I mean, it depends on how it's going. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, if I need to change things, I I look to trade, you know, or the waiver wire. I don't I don't like have a preference. I would prefer to draft well and <laughs> right. not have to change anything. I mean, that's the goal, I would imagine. This, but like, I'm not going to just tinker with it just for shits and giggles. I'm going to, yeah. like, you know, like if I draft well, I'm not going to really, like, be active. It doesn't mean I'm less engaged or anything like that. It's just that I drafted a good team. You know? Like, I'm not going to give up my players just, you know, for the thrill of, I'm on the I'm on the message boards. There's definitely people who do shit like that though. Like I, I got a guy in my league who like tinkers too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. trade just to trade, and then you're like, yeah, all right. Like you ever get offered something that's like bananas? Yeah. And somebody's like, I just wanted to make a move, you know? And like, you're like, <laughs> fuck it, okay, I'll take. Yeah. I'll take Lavernius Coles for free or whatever. But if that's, I have a that's dumpster fire and I know my way out or I can figure it out. You know, I'm gonna do the stuff. Do what's necessary to win, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. The draft is the most important part of 
you know, waiver wires, trades. Like I, I used to be, I think when you're just getting started in fantasy football, you're just like you said, Kamish, you want to do all these ridiculous trades or just try out things to try out things. But yeah. uh, over the course of time, I like taking advantage of the dummies. That's fun when you get sure, the opportunity. Sure, taking advantage of dummies is fine, I guess, as long as it doesn't leave you lopsided or, or you know, somebody's just got an unfair advantage. I love when, like, an article comes out or something and it's like, this person is, like, the starting running back now or something, and then you go pick them up or whatever. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like, race? Yeah, for sure. A lot of it backfires, which is great. Uh, the baseball league I mentioned, I mentioned earlier – like anytime you saw an article that was like so and so makes their debut tonight, or like so and so gets called up to the majors, you I mean you had to like drop everything you were doing if you wanted to get that guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, or the, or they you know. Well, they they have we have no waiver order, so it's just a free for all. People are just always free agents. Yeah, so you could wow. potentially like, and I was up at the crack of dawn every day. Yeah, so I'd see the first articles that come out. I'm on Twitter like crazy. And that was just, it was just like, yeah, man, sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. Like someone now my, you know, this has been since like seventh grade or whatever. So now people have like kids and shit. Yeah. So it's like, hey, aren't you up early too? Right. Kind of throw that in there. Yeah. <laughs> I like doing, I like doing the like free agent budget where like whatever, every Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. Like everybody has to put a bid in. Because no, otherwise like, you know, I don't know. It sucks. All, all of my, like, references for this is, like, pretty dated, but, like, the year Willie Parker came out of nowhere, yeah. like, I remember, like, my buddy getting him just because, like, yeah, he just was, yeah, fast. Well, like, fast the one I remember, I mean, it had no consequence, but one I'll never forget is, like, Carson Wentz, or no, mm-hmm. um, Carson Palmer going to the Raiders or, like, signing with the Raiders or whatever, and I remember I, like, worked at a sports station. Sure. And got the thing, and I just was like, well, before I take this to the air, I'm going <laughs> <laughs> go on fantasy football and sign him. Yeah, two two years in a row. I won't say like who it is. They're not listening either way, I guess. But like uh, a guy in my league would do this thing where at the very end of the season, before ESPN kind of like shuts it down for the year, he would like go on and make moves, make like free agent moves, like after the championship game. And so then the following year, when we would go back to be like, who was on your roster? So like to see who he could keep. All of a sudden, you'd be like. Hey, you had Josh Gordon or like, oh, you know, like <laughs> go pick up like the guys that everybody had cut because they were hurt for the year. Wow. And like, yeah, I mean, like some people are just scheming like that. So it's kind of a dick move. Yeah. Well, that's why you got to make rules. That's why you got to have limits and make people start eight wide receivers and stuff. You got to like push people. I think that's amazing. You had insider trading, Josh. That's amazing. <laughs> that's sports network. I'm- I just, I, you know, I have a, a, a friend, he's going to be part of this World League, this guy, and uh, he was telling me in a baseball league he's in, it's the first year with him and his buddies, and he goes, yeah, I got a friend who kind of didn't pay attention to his team, I gave him 10 bucks and he gave me Walker Bueller. And I go, yeah, man, that's cheating, I don't think you should tell anybody else in the league. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, no, man, I don't think he's cheating, like he wasn't really paying attention, yeah. I go, like, yeah, you, know, you got his players. I guess that counts in baseball, I mean, in baseball, like you do cash. Sure, sure. I mean, yeah, but like if you're in a fantasy league and somebody's like, hey, by the way, this is Bob. He's an architect and he's loaded. He's just going to buy your team once you're out of the playoffs. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so that's not quite, I don't know. But no, okay. So so to circle back to this World League thing. So sure. you think you think people being able to potentially start five receivers is too much? I mean, 
I think you're going so in depth that it's going to have the reverse, the reverse effect of what you want it to be. Meaning what? People are going to be like, "Fuck this! I don't want to." No, I think it's going. It's so deep that it'll end up being boring. Interesting. So, like, meaning like you'll have low scores, or it's just like not even that. It's just like people will realize that there are positions of just no consequence. I mean, it's like, oh, I might get a splash out of my fifth receiver or whatever, but typically it's a position where it's like I don't have to. You know, it's like a luck thing. It's more of a luck thing than it is a skill thing. So, okay, okay. So, if we have 20 teams, what do you think is the right makeup? I think three receivers, two running backs, and then a flex, like a standard flex spot. Okay, so uh, if we were to do that, you're talking 20 teams, people could start three running backs? Three running backs, three receivers, or four receivers, or two tight ends. I mean, I mean, depending on the flex. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, you could, we have a flex, like I said. I mean, we have like a... Yeah, you had like three flexes. Why I, I had a wide receiver tight end and a, a wide receiver running back. But yeah, I mean, we can like combine the two flexes into just one. Yeah. You think everybody's starting two running backs? Because I'm like, come weeks that there's bye weeks and there's 20 teams, that's 40 running backs already. And there's, then, I mean, to and then a flex on top of that. Running. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's true. There's no team that's just like other than like the Titans. Even and, the Titans, I mean, like they still have a guy who takes third down carries. Right. Yeah, I it's uh I think finding it's tough to find that good balance. Maybe if you maybe if it's like Josh is saying, like three wide outs, kind of a standard set. Because sometimes you run the risk of if you got so much just dead weight where there's guys you know, cranking out zeros and half your team is just 0. 0.0 points. points. I think finding good, a good balance if you're starting a league too, and especially for the world league is, is going to be clutch. I think three is good. A flex is great. Two running backs is standard. I think four receivers is kind of pushing it, but like you said, it could be more fun or it could have. Yeah. I mean, I, I like I said, I, I don't want people to be bored for sure. I'm such like a freak that I'm like, I'd be into drafting a. I don't even know. I'm trying to think. Because you got to think this. Even if you have four versus starting wise, four, five, you still have bench players that you have to draft. Sure. Yeah. Everyone has a bye week. I mean, like, then you're talking like you have all those starting receivers, and then you have the bench on top of it that you're subbing in people for those bye weeks. Sure. I mean, I don't know. It just seems like a lot. Okay. So then do you go with a deep or a shallow bench? Shallow. Like mm-hmm. keep, it, keep it kind of tight so that yeah. people got to make cuts. Right. Yeah, because then then you're driving more more to the waiver wire too and the trades and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. giving people an opportunity to pick somebody up or to like recover from a bad draft. For sure. yeah, or they I just they need it too because you got a shallow depth chart to look at too stuff like that. Then yeah, it's a little more necessity than just kind of luxury too, which is which could be fun. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I think I think tweak the rosters. I mean, I, like I said, I'm like a bit of a freak. Hearing you two talk about it, it makes it sound like, uh, you know, the better move is maybe combine the two flexes. I, I, I struggle, though, with, with a 20-team league to have two starting running backs in a flex. I just think the, the potential that people could be starting 60 running backs, I don't know. I don't know. That seems like a lot. Now, obviously, if it was like a 10 or 12-team league, that's no biggie. Everybody's just going to pick up a, you know, third down back or whatever but right. 
No, it's a good discussion, man. It's- Anybody that's got comments or thoughts on that, if if commission's going too crazy with it all, feel free to give your two cents on it. If you have a similar experience with like 20 people or just a huge roster uh, in your league, I'm curious to hear how that went year to year. And the inverse too, of course. If you have a really small, short list of people uh, starting lineup, how does that go? Just good conversations, good things to think about in your league, and it's always good to change it up a little bit. We'll, we'll cut it there for now. We'll, we'll come back with a different segment in just a minute.